What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 218. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today, we got Max from Sunny Days and the Weathermen. They are a seven-piece flower punk band from Pittsburgh, PA, and they got a new self-titled EP out. I featured two songs off of it. One is called I Don't Know What I Want, and the other is The Munhall Man. And uh, in our conversation, Max and I talked about some of the stories behind those songs. And if you like them, you can definitely check them out on Spotify and everywhere else. Um, in the interview, we also just talked about the Pittsburgh music scene in general and some of the house shows that are going on, as well as college shows and all that stuff. And then we just kind of talked about uh, the guy's sound and how they came up with it. So uh, if your friends or fans of theirs, hopefully you enjoy the conversation. Um, definitely appreciate you listening wherever you're listening in from. Uh, if you are a regular listener, definitely thank you. Much appreciated. And uh, regardless, if you want to help the show, you can certainly drop a rating on it or a review or a subscription. All that stuff definitely helps. But uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music, local art, all that stuff. Hopefully you yourself are doing good as we are in the heat of the summer. For sure. Uh, actually, personal news and notes. Uh, headed out to the beach this weekend. We'll be playing some cover shows with the Big Laird Band uh, Saturday. We'll be at Coconuts Beach Bar and Grill. And uh, Sunday, we'll be out of Rolf's Wharf in Chestertown out on the water. So that'll be cool. Uh, tonight, I'll be in Arlington playing some acoustic ditties at Bronson Beer Hall here in the neighborhood. But uh, yeah. Uh, without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation. Just got to mention our last few things, which are that there is merch for the show. Uh, and if you can find it in the episode notes on the Shopify link. Uh, also, if you're in the DMV, we are shooting music videos under the guise part-time Rockstar Productions. And then uh, the sponsor of this show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland. Steven is the luthier runs it, always hooks it up. Always does a great job, so if the guitars need uh, a little attention, uh, getting beat up on these summer gigs like mine are, then uh, definitely consider taking them over there. You can find Truly Strings on Hipstagram. But uh, yeah, without any more wasted breath here, we'll get to the interview with Max. The song you're about to hear is I Don't Know What I Want. I want you And the straight things you love And the straight things you do Girl, I know I want you Now when my money gets tight I take you out every night Cause I don't know how I feel All I know is it's real And I feel it for you I cross the notion for you I climb a mountain of two, babe Cool, well yeah If, uh, if you're ready we can, uh, we can call this the start Sure. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, um, I'm calling you from basically the D.C. Baltimore area. Nice. And uh, I guess uh, you're up in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, PA, man. Hell yeah. Um, I think I got put in touch with you because of uh, Bored to Death Records. Bored to Death Records, really? Maybe I didn't then, but I don't know. They sent me a few bands and... Yep. Uh, or anything so 
I don't I don't think I don't that may that may have been them. Are they from Pittsburgh? Are they Yeah, yeah I ended uh, up But actually I they might have cuz we're doing a festival uh in uh August that I think that they have a hand in. Okay. So it could have Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I just gave them a follow on uh, Instagram or whatever, and uh, they ended up sending me a few bands over. So I, I think you were one of them. So, yeah. So, love, love uh, so, and the second guest, <clears throat> I think overall that I've had on uh, from Pittsburgh on the show. So, working right. my way around. Hopefully, get more yeah. bands on from up there. Yeah, if you want any more people, I, I got I got plenty of bands I could give you names for. So, yeah, definitely. But uh, I guess we'll start with yours first. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we got uh, the Weatherman, huh? Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. When did that first uh, get fired up? Oh, geez. So um, in 2020, I started playing guitar with uh, a buddy of mine. And we talked about putting together maybe like a cover band or something and doing something like that. And then uh, slowly throughout 2020 and 2021 that transformed into just actually making a band and writing music um to 2021 and 2022 i put together a project that was untitled but had a bunch of songs that i'd written um and some covers and such and uh we did our first show in like april of 2022 as this like unnamed entity um yeah by this point we had gone through like a couple of different members um we could not get a consistent lineup whatsoever did not i mean things were not really happening at that point people were playing out a little bit but it was still like the end of covid more or less like the end of like the the like lockdown um though it was still not like i i still had time um almost in a lot of regards uh and then after after that show i had a bass player who was in college who lived actually in the dc area he went home for the summer my drummer quit it was back to me and my guitarist again uh restarted the whole band got a new bass player got a new drummer uh got a percussionist um and then after some lineup changes well we did our first show with that group in uh august of 2022 and then after a lineup change or three or four and adding and taking away members uh we ended up getting up to like an eight piece uh where you know now we're at a seven piece we lost our bass player but replaced him with our sax player uh and so now we're now we're a seven piece uh, and we're moving our first like full official year as of basically august of this year hell yeah <clears throat> yeah i was gonna say uh, seven piece bands uh not messing around for sure no no it yeah i mean it uh it started sort of as a weird kind of like we could just do it and so why not type thing because yeah. we lost we lost our guitarist um in uh december he like informed us in like november that he was going to be leaving And so that gave us about a month in December. He ended up leaving and we found a new guitarist. And the day that we found this new guitarist after like trying him out, we found another guitarist who called us 
uh, that me and my drummer Dan knew from college. Um, and we had this crazy idea where we were like, well, you know, sometimes we don't have a bass player. Like sometimes we don't have a guitarist. What if we had three guitars? And so if anything ever happens, we can just kind of switch people out. And so we don't have to, yeah. you know, ever give up gigs because we are missing, you know, a bass player. Right. Um, and so that's how we became, uh, initially like a three, three guitars, uh, one plays, I play strictly rhythm, um, and Nate and Zach, Zach plays pretty much strictly lead and Nate kind of does a combination of like lead parts and rhythm parts. They kind of go back and forth. Um, so it, it really, really gives a lot of fullness to the sound. Um, Nate's really, I mean, you wouldn't think that having that many guitars, it might like get a little bit muddled, but like he really just knows exactly where to put every extra sound that I'm not able to hit. And I mean, like I'm, I'm like a chugga style guitar player where I just like, yeah. I just, I'm constantly going. Um, but he still manages to really fill out that sound. Um, and then we had, we had added a keys player. We lost a keys player and then put another one in the guy that we have now is like this really like super good kind of jazzy really funky uh but really rock and roll uh keys player and then we added a sax player we added an alto sax player now uh he has his own band he plays guitar in his own project um but he also plays bass and so when we lost our bass player we had tried out some bass players and then he was showing up and he was going to play bass in a couple gigs and we had this idea of just like well what if he just played bass all the time and when we needed a sax part we could just throw it because sax is great um it's hard to fit into all of our music because we have kind of a kind of a like diversity of sounds and not everything needs sax on it uh so it kind of worked out yeah yeah, it sounds uh, somewhat similar to how I run my operation as well. I kind of call it a, a more of a collective than a band at this yeah. point because uh, so many people kind of come in and out. But, um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of curious about uh, your guys' sound as well. Uh, I, I guess uh, you're kind of dubbing it uh, Flower Punk, at least on um, yeah. Spotify. And uh, it definitely sounds, you know, like old, old school rock, you know, from way back in the, I guess, Elvis days. I don't know. Is that what you're yeah. kind of going for, or is it just yeah. like what happened? So I'm, I mean, I, my parents are, geez, both in their sixties. I mean, like that, that music, like sixties and seventies music, is really what I was like raised on for the most part. Um, but I was, I, I mean, I credit them a lot of you know my musical upbringing because i i really got fed a lot of that of it cut stuff but i always just loved uh you know like these rock and when i found college when i found like punk and i kind of found uh uh, and the Stooges and just bands that would really go on to influence my playing. Um, it really took me down a different kind of rabbit hole of more like 
underground, less radio played type of stuff. Yeah. And then really later when I started playing guitar a little bit more seriously, I got a guitar in high school and it was this weird thing where every like I would play it a lot for like a little bit of time and then I'd set it down for a couple months and then I'd pick it back up and I would somehow like be a little bit better at it than I was whenever I was playing it before which I could never understand, but it was just a thing that kind of happened. Um, and when I started really seriously playing guitar, I started listening to a lot of like garage rock and a lot of like these underground one hit wonder bands from the sixties and, and even into the fifties. Um, and I really kind of fell into this sound of like garage because of the, really because of the diversity of it. I mean, it's, it's anything garage so much encompasses anything from like world music to rock and roll to surf rock to rockabilly um yeah. really into like pop stuff too um there's a lot of really good 60s pop that was you know really like a garage sound and very rough cut stuff um and i always like did have a love for that i just never knew what the name of it was um and so kind of that whole culmination of sounds became mixed it, and then when i discovered folk and mixed all of that in um it sort of became this like flower punk sound uh just kind of the culmination of all of the things that i loved uh and really kind of put them together into this weird sort of rock and roll amalgamation nice yeah i'd say that kind of sums it up how do you guys feel like you fit in to the scene up there are there other bands kind of similar to your sound? Do you feel like you're kind of carving out your own niche or what's going on? I think it's kind of both. Um, we definitely do have our own sound that is... There There are bands similar to what we do in that there are bands that love Garage and that really un understand and like that genre specifically. Um, but... I think that, you know, this sort of the sort of like 60s sound that we have is pretty unique to what we do. Um, yeah, I say that. Like initially when we started, I think we were kind of confused as to where to go. Um, and I think generally bands and, and even honestly, still some bands are still a little bit like tentative to play with us because we have such a huge like metal seat. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's like all of these there's all of these other scenes there's a huge like jam band scene and there's a huge metal scene um yeah. and huge indie alternative scene and really like we don't fall into any of those categories i mean the closest thing that i would say that we fall into is like an alternative sound right yeah. um just, that encompasses everything right anything can be alternative if it's not played on the radio regularly um so I think that that really was kind of difficult at first to really to really figure out. But once people started to even just kind of listen to our message a little bit as well, like listen to the music that we were making, um, you know, Pittsburgh at its core, huge rock and roll scene. It has a huge yeah. rock history within it. I mean, there's so many great bands that came out of here um, that, you know, it's really like it it hits home with a lot of different people um and 
you know, generally people just like our energy. So they're willing to play with us. We play with anybody uh, as far as we're concerned. Because there's not, I mean, mostly because there's not really much room to choose as far as that goes. But also just because there is like, there's so much room to play around with sound. Um, and I think so many people understand that and know that like, you know, they're because there are big scenes, but they are also in a smaller metropolitan type area. Uh, you yeah. know, you are, we are kind of limited in a lot of ways. So, uh, I think that people have really started to kind of catch on to what we're doing and really, you know, like what, like what we're about and like what we're doing. So it, it, it has worked out that way. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in coming up and playing a show sometime. Um, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely have to send you over just kind of our, yeah. our links and stuff. No, we'll kinda... we'd love to play too. I mean, uh, DC areas like definitely on our list. So yeah. and it's so too. Yeah, um, I try to run at least one or two festivals to a year, so I'll have to try to get you down for one of yeah. those, one of these days. Absolutely. Girl, it looks like you guys might know FUBAR. Um, Maybe. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I knew the bass player through, like, or their old bass player now. I knew their old bass player through, like, some weird, like, friend of a friend type thing. Um, but a lot of, I, I mean like they they really made a name for themselves after we you know we got out of college yeah um and uh they were they're yeah they're they're really they're really cool um so we like we know of them we've never played with them um i yeah. know them but like you know i don't know them to like see them on the street and be like oh hey what's up yeah. um but yeah so yeah very very familiar with them yeah it's cool it looks like you guys are uh, currently a part of uh, like a, a little bit of a contest, like an online one. Best of Pittsburgh, yeah, uh, for the yeah. city paper, I think. Yeah, so um, the the uh, city paper does a best of Pittsburgh contest every year. Um, when will this go up? Actually, well, it looks like the contest ends soon, so I'll try to get this done like yeah. this week. So. Yeah, should be ends, up pretty quick. Um, but for anybody that watches it, if you want to go vote, uh, it's it's online. If you look up Pittsburgh City Paper or Best of Pittsburgh, uh, it comes up. Or you can follow our link on Instagram too. I think um, what's what's funny when you look at the contest too, uh, they have uh, best bars, and one of the categories is best bar to drink alone, which is yeah. freaking awesome. There's there's yeah. another dude that's um uh best best bar to pick someone up at. Our yeah. best pickup bar, um, yeah, they, best bar to day drink. It's pretty yeah. funny. It's got it's got some it's got some good creative categories in it, and that is true. I mean, a lot of those you know the bars that are in there, it's they're pretty accurate as far as like what the description of them is. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, no, I mean I've heard uh, a lot of good things about Pittsburgh just in general. I think the uh, the only thing us uh, DC people might sometimes have an issue with is the uh the sports teams but <laughs> yeah outside of that yeah yeah a little bit of a rivalry going there but yeah is there still a big hardcore scene down in dc not that i'm aware of i think that died eons really? ago but yeah uh there's still plenty of just bands in general and if anything i'd say the metal scene's stronger in baltimore yeah sure um but 
I don't know. Just kind of depends where you go and which bar and which club and which venue. Yeah. But I can definitely kind of hook you guys up with, or at least probably point you in the right direction of where to look yeah. for. Uh, we, so. uh, you know, we're trying to do more traveling in uh, 2024. Um, we're actually going on a college tour. It's going to be like a three-day type thing. Nice. Um, at the end of August, beginning of September, where we're going from WVU over to Penn State and then coming back to Pitt and doing a show uh, at uh, University of Pittsburgh. It's pretty sweet. Are you guys like hooking up with the frats or how you how are you working that? So um, WVU, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with like their scene out there, but their music, it's it's really based around like a couple of different venues. Um, I'm sure that we have like a house show scene. I didn't go to college there, so I've got no real idea. Um, There's like one specific venue there called One Two Three Pleasant. Uh, that that's like the place to go to. Um, so we got a show booked there, uh, Thursday, the 31st of August. And then Penn state has a really big, like house show scene. Um, so yeah, so we got, we did a show out there in March of 23. Um, and that was like our first experience with it. And it's, it's really cool. I mean, they just, you know, they have these parties and bands show up and uh, there's a lot of like traveling people that come uh, because it's so in the middle of the state that it's like, you know, Philadelphia can show up. People from Pittsburgh can show up and it's, it's like a two hour drive for us. So, you know, we don't yeah. care. Um, and then uh, Pitt, like the, the university of Pittsburgh has a really sprawling um, like DIY house show scene. Um, and every year, like new venues will open up or, you know, people will move into new houses and they'll like start a venue or they'll start like basement shows. And we kind of got looped into that in April of this year. Um, and really like just as, as soon as we got there, just like fell in love with it. Um, you know, it's so much fun. The energy is so different from just playing like a bar, right? And those were sort of like the first, really like some of the first house shows that we did uh, were at Pitt. Um, and it's just, it's just such a different energy. Uh, and we got, we got a really, really warm welcome there. Uh, so it sort of changed our like, I, I would say kind of like our trajectory in a lot of ways as to like what we were doing. And, you know, if we were playing at you know a couple bars a month we're also playing at a couple of houses a month just because it's so much fun like the you know we're a local band we're you know an underground band in a lot of ways um and it's like we all have day jobs we're not doing this necessarily for the money right now um but you know those those scenes are just they're so much fun and the energy is so great that like we can't Whenever we get asked to do stuff there, we we can't ever pass up the off the opportunity if we can avoid it. So that's that's really what it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. I've had nothing but good experiences going to house shows. I mean, there aren't many that I am really aware of around here, but the ones that are are freaking awesome. Yeah, usually better than going to a venue because everyone's right. like there for the music or they're exactly. there to it's party so- like it. It's a more relaxed atmosphere. I don't know. It's just, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
That's cool. So yeah, that covers uh, some of you guys' dates coming up. That covers the contest. Um, we didn't quite touch on the songs necessarily. Um, it looks like, uh, I don't know if it's the top one necessarily, but uh, I don't know what I want is the first one that comes up on Spotify. So definitely check that out. Yeah. Uh, is there a story behind it or anything like that? Or is it just kind um, of... Yeah, you know, I, that was, so that whole EP, um, it's kind of, it, I, I like to, I, I call it a little bit messy, um, but intentionally so. Yeah. So it, from like, sort of a, sort of like a, like a punky garage song to like a garage song to um, like a, uh, like a country-ish kind of certain kind Countryish kind of rockabilly song into like more of like a folky country song with Truckster Carnegie into um the last song, The Mudhall Man. Um and it's intentionally done that way because when we started playing and really, I mean, still we're kind of we're still like sort of a new band but we've been really forming directions that we go as far as like music that we're writing um but when we started it was really like such a amalgamation of sound that we were like well we can get a little bit of everything in there um and that was pretty much the closest that we could get um was really getting all five of those songs recorded to really get a little bit of all of our sound uh, but I don't know what I want. Um, my drummer Dan and I started writing music together in like July of 2022. And he would like bring riffs and he would bring, you know, chord patterns and stuff. And we would just kind of like play on them. And that was like one of the first ones. And I'm the way that I write lyrics is like I just start and I just go and whatever comes yeah. out is sort of out um and that one that really like we wrote probably in just like 20 minutes and it was just one of those like we got to the end of it and we were like because you know it's so easy to write songs about like you know a girl or a partner right or love or some stuff like that and we got to the end of it and we were like wouldn't it be funny if at the end of the song we really did like a 180 and it was like oh it's a song about somebody being in love with somebody but that person is already in like love with somebody else um and so that's what the whole song is kind of about i, I it's not it's not necessarily like about anyone specifically um but it is just like sort of a, a fun little like garage song yeah no it sounds cool it's uh cohesive you know it's tight so it's good i added it to uh the playlist here that I run for the podcast right kind of keep a running tab of all the bands and all that stuff. But, uh, for people listening, it's called the part-time rockstar playlist. Shockingly so, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty good rundown of everything you guys have been up to and, and what you're doing. Um, is I guess everybody usually has new music in the works, but I don't know. Um, if you guys have kind of delved into that yet, given that yep. the, so we're, we're actually waiting right now um we're uh gonna have some singles here we have we have like a couple of surf songs uh that we've been sitting on 
Uh, we're finally going to record those. We usually play them in sets. Um, and we, we record those. They're probably going to come out like August time. And then September, we're planning on recording our first album, Freak Power. Um, nice. And then uh, doing some other singles and then going to try and come out with a couple of things in um, 2024. Uh, so we've got we've got some big projects planned. So, yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Also kind of curious when you guys go out of town, like you have a kind of a small army, right? So do you hey, all like yeah. take like three cars or do you have like one massive van or like? This, um, okay, so the one of the first times that we traveled like a far distance actually was uh, we played uh, on jam, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Brookville, PA, and it's just like this weekend of live music at uh, this like farm. Um, and it sort of depends. So, like, we do like a mix of like carpooling and also just like people going individually because they want to leave yeah. you know, earlier. They have to be up in the morning or whatever. Um, so I'm, when we do this tour, I'm going to guess that we're probably going to take every time that we go, uh, we're probably going to take like maybe like three different cars. Got a bunch yeah. of equipment. Um, sorry. I, I don't know if I got lost there for a second. Um, but we, I mean, like, you know, you think about it, we're playing with, like, what, five, four different amps, um, you know, of ver- of varying sizes. I mean, I play with a Vox yeah. AC-15, my other rhythm guitarist plays, like, a, a stack, my other, my lead guitarist plays a quilter, like, we, we just, like, the amps to themselves are enough to fill up one person's trunk. Um, my keyboard player has like a huge keyboard. Like it's just, it's yeah. a lot of, just a lot of shit to slap <laughs> around. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess on this episode, I'll probably feature, uh, I don't know what I want. And, uh, Munhall man is yeah. what I guess. Oh man's a good one to feature too. Um, that's really a, a good, it's, it's a, that one was meant to encapsulate sort of the rockabilly also surf rock sound um because i mean those those two sounds really do go so hand in hand um and uh, it's it's based it's based very loosely on a true story um yeah so yeah it's a fun time it's also end all of our sets with that song um because it's just like a high energy, like high high powered thing. There's if you look at our Instagram, there's a bunch of pictures of me screaming into a megaphone. Those are all from the Munhall Man. Um, it's it's a it's it's one of it's one of our like favorites to do, um, and probably one of our end favorites as well. So, unless you already mentioned it, what was the story behind it? So, um, uh, a buddy of mine uh, got uh, arrested in 2020 um kind of adjacently to the um the protests that were going on yeah he doing some like i guess you could say extracurricular uh activities (laughs) um as far as it goes and he he ended up he ended up getting arrested and um when he was arrested there was a um a news article that came out 
um, that talked about, you know, what he had done and the, the, like the headline of it was, you know, Munhall man, um, desecrates courthouse or something like that. And <laughs> I, as soon as I saw that, I was just like, oh, oh, that's, that's, I got to write a song about that. And that was like the first song that I wrote. Um, at that point I was like super into rockabilly and, you know, rock and roll and just kind of figuring things out band wise. Um, but I like always had this sound in my mind of how it would go. Um, and so like after, honestly, after like a year, I was finally able to make that a reality. And now it's just, you know, now it's the way we play it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of a sort of a pared down version I'm not going to give any names to save yeah. his anonymity in it fair enough doesn't sound like he might may have much anonymity left if he's already had a newspaper article so yeah i mean that's sort of the hard thing with it too he's done yeah. he's he's cleaned up his act a little bit now now and he's he's not really <laughs> involved in sort of uh you know extracurricular activities like that so yeah yeah that's cool well, yeah, man. Um, definitely have to try to, you know, cross paths one of these days in the future. Heck yeah. Uh, either down here or up there. Um, I'm definitely looking for a show up there this winter. So yeah, I'll probably yeah. texting you guys or uh, maybe asking about venues or something, seeing what's up yep. there. For sure, get us up, um, we'll... and I can point you yep. where to go down here. So yeah, right on. Um, yeah, I'll try to get this out for you. Uh, pretty quick so that way uh, there's still time for that contest as well yeah that'd be great man I really appreciate it so it closes the 30th yeah so <laughs> it'll be this will be out either tomorrow or the day after I think oh. All right. yeah, um, I think I just need some uh, mp3 files from you guys from either Mac or from either Nate or yourself so yeah yeah I'll send um, I'll send you mp3 that we have of uh i don't know what i want sick so cool all right well i appreciate your time and yeah, uh man. Sure. dude I'm, thanks uh, for being on man um much obliged hope to see you out there and uh yeah hit us up in the future for sure yeah definitely and uh right. yeah have a good rest of your day cool for you too man yeah. talk right. to you soon see so thanks to Max for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. The song you're hearing in the background is the one we talked about. It's called The Munhall Man. Come on, baby! Come on, baby! Come on, baby! I'm the Munhall Man! Where the towns get gritty They live the young man Doing fine as he can And they call a young cat The Munhall Man Munhall Man on the land From the law you better go Can't go until they call it a draw Munhall Man better watch your tail You've only got one life You'll be spending in jail The guy walks along the south side Fighting for peace With his fist up in the air Screaming for the police Walk to the bridge all cool and mellow But when he got to the Turn to jello. There were 49 cops that were lining the streets. 49 cops and 50 riot police. So the one home man went and hit the bricks. While his buddies got beat by the trucks and sticks. Ow!
Cause it's back in that van Tell the mother home man that his own got a plan Tell the mother home man jumps on top of the van As the cops look through the station just as fast as they can The roads were slippy and the man lost his grip I guess we'll see you in the fall Hope you have a nice trip Shit! Leg. We're the only form of action the man saw that day. He was handcuffed to the gurney in his new prison fit. With his head cracked open and his lip all split. Ah, one whole man in the hands of the law. Looks like you might have been the one who went to call it a draw. One whole man will the violence ever cease. Cause you'll never get justice if there is no peace. <laughs> <laughs> 